Becky, welcome to the Ambitions Podcast. Today I'm joined by Lizzie and we're discussing transferable skills. So Lizzie, what are transferable skills? Well Becky, transferable skills um, broadly consist of two different types. You've got your tangible skills, which are things like being able to use an IT package, you know, such as Word or, Word or Excel, and then you've also got your um, soft skills, which are things that we'll all be familiar with, things like uh, communication, organisation, problem solving. So you've got the two types. Yeah, and I guess that those skills really, some of those are picked up in the workplace, aren't they? And others are picked up in your day-to-day life and interactions. Absolutely, yeah. A number of skills, obviously, uh, are are formed in the workplace, but majority of your, certainly your softer skills, um, are are formed outside of that through social interactions, personal experiences. They're linked to your personality traits in a lot of ways. And those softer transferable skills really can be moved around within careers, within different industry types, and it's really important that how people um, communicate the skills that they've got. Yeah, absolutely. Transferable skills are exactly that, they're portable. So they're things that stay with you, um, regardless of what kind of job you're working in. They, they, you, you take them with you wherever you go and they're, they're intrinsically linked into your personality. So we were talking earlier in saying that it's important to be able to identify yourself what your what makes you you how do you do that yeah and i think that these days it's a, it's a really tight employment market and employers are looking the the ideal candidate that ticks all the boxes might not be out there in the market um so employers are, are broadening their approach to looking at the type of candidate they may take on for the role and that's where this transferable skill comes in i i think um and it's looking for candidates looking at what skills that they've got and how they can match them up and how they can demonstrate those to the employer yeah absolutely i think like you've said, it's a, it's a tight market limit. And from a candidate point of view, that's actually something that you can use to your advantage. If there's always been a particular career aspiration or perhaps you want to change industries, now is actually a really good time and transferable skills can actually be a really key part of, of how you get to make that move. Um, if you know, for example, there's lots of examples that we could give, but if you know that, that you know a particular industry that you want to work in requires a particular skill and you know you've had that, whilst you don't necessarily have the experience on paper, that is how you would tailor. When we talk about tailoring your application, that is exactly one of those key reasons how you can do it. Oh, and that's really, really critical. No longer can you have one size fits all application for, say you're applying for four or five jobs, you, you should be tailoring your, your letter, your CV, really highlighting those skills that you can bring to, to your, your prospective employer in line with what, with what they're looking for. And it's important to draw on other experiences, so things may be outside of the workplace. You know, when you think about maybe students, people looking for their first job, or maybe people who are returning to work after some time out of the workplace, mm. um, you know, people can be quite hung up on the fact that they haven't necessarily got the current skills, but they need to draw on the things that from that time and could be from their sporting, you know, teams or voluntary work um, you know some of those things have some great skills that people can bring with them yeah absolutely and I think sometimes it's a common misconception that your CV has to all be very work workplace based and actually people do a lot of great things outside of the workplace and they learn a lot of these transferable skills that they could take with them for example somebody that stays at home to take care of a family member or a child actually you know during that time you know have have you had to have good time management have you had to learn to be empathetic um, that's just an example um, another 
workplace example might be that, that something that we come across quite frequently is that people that have perhaps worked in, say, a retail sector and they're looking to try and forge a career perhaps in a more office-based environment. And one of the ways you can do that is through, um, you know, if you've got excellent customer service skills um, gained through retail, which naturally you will do, coming into contact with many customers, that translates very nicely into a call centre role, which can then, um, you know, be a career in itself or a platform to working in a more office-based environment, and that's something that we frequently see. Oh, I agree, and I think that, you know, people really need to think about once they get a through that first stage of application get invited to interview that if there's certain transferable skills they want to bring out and highlight to the employer have a think about some examples have a think about when you've demonstrated some you know a great example there retail work into maybe some customer service office-based work um, to really think about when you've demonstrated really good customer service a good example and, and why you feel it was a good example because that's the type of thing that employers are looking for at interview yeah, absolutely we all know interviewers love an interview question along the lines of tell me about a time when um, and then you know you need to have those ideas prepared and ready to go so that you've got a nice answer off pat so when you're asked for by a potential employer how can you demonstrate this you can actually back it up because I think you can use these keywords and buzzwords on a CV but really employers in an interview want you to be able to to really demonstrate and prove how, whether you know how you've got that skill and how you put it into place. Yeah, and the employers that are embracing this, the employers are, that are looking for the candidates with the, the right skills for the job that they can transfer and bring to their industry are the ones that are really, really winning in the current marketplace. Um, you know, you may automatically want to recruit somebody uh, who's doing exactly the same job for somebody else, but, you know, is that the right thing? Sometimes they can bring... Um, you know they can bring bad habits it may not be the right cultural fit whereas if you've got somebody with all the key elements and those skills that you're looking for you can train them to do that to do it and fit into your into yeah, your, your really organization yeah and i think that's a huge thing and employers who are embracing that are yeah. finding some real superstars yeah absolutely agree i think for an employer to have a really rigid wish list is quite short-sighted and actually it will pay them to be more flexible i think we all um can can say that a lot of roles are actually made up of, of a few core elements which when you actually break them down whether it's a role that involves processing a high volume of data for example or a role that involves being particularly customer facing um, if you actually look at what core attributes are needed for somebody to excel and succeed in that role it's not necessarily that they've got experience with that particular product or service or have worked in that similar job before but if, they, if you can find someone who can demonstrate they've got fundamentally what is needed to fulfill that role like you say to be able to then train them and mould them to what you need you'll actually reap the reward as an employer in the longer term so it's a really it's a really important opportunity now for employers to review job descriptions person specifications and look at the list of essential skills mm -hmm. and are they essential or can they can they be molded can they be transferred and are they things that actually can be trained with people with the right attributes yeah absolutely and i think as as recruiters for us to sit here and talk about it now there's there's a lot of um, transferable skills that, that come up time and time again. Um, communication, for example, is, is a great is, is a great one. Um, yeah. You know, most jobs require some level of communication, whether that's with internal customers or external customers. But communication itself is a is a wide arching term. I mean, do you mean written communication? Are you looking for somebody that primarily want uh, is is needing to contact people via email? Therefore, they might need to have a good level of written English, but perhaps they're not so comfortable conversing over the phone. Or is it the opposite, where somebody might have sort of the gift of the gab, as they call it, um, but 
actually isn't necessarily so hot with taking the time to, to write a, a well-written email, things like that. I think um, if we're being topical in today's current um, climate, things where there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding the economy and the political state, employers are often looking for somebody who can um, demonstrate flexibility. They're happy to diversify and take on different things as their role might adapt and change or grow with a business oh flexibility is absolutely key and you know it enables people retention is something we talk about a lot on these podcasts and from from that point of view where people can identify the skills of individuals and develop them through then i think people feel very loyal to their employer as well yeah absolutely and another one that we should mention because again we hear this all the time um People that are particularly good on an on a, on a, uh, IT package, such as Word and Excel, I mean, that can definitely be ported between different roles in industries. Often, it just needs somebody who can be a whiz on Excel, and, and they're the kind of things that you can learn. And as a candidate, if you can give yourself that skill, that will actually stand you in, a good, in good stead in a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, and I think as well that goes across the board, doesn't it, where people have in-house sort of packages. Generally, if people are are good on Excel, they will probably pick up a package quite well as well. So, you know, if your mind works that way, so it's being open-minded, there isn't always the person with 100% of all the skills that you're looking for that can tick all your boxes, but really it's looking about and going back to what's really critical and for the candidates to really highlight all of the real positive things about them and bring them to the attention of the person who's in the first instance reviewing the applications to get them through to the next stage and think about those examples when they make it to interview. Absolutely agree.